Ross has all the spring deals you want, so you can say yes to more looks for you and your budget. Tube tops for less? Yes. Dad shorts for the weekend? Yes. Mini skirts for less than online? That's a yes for you and your bank account. Find your certified yes for me moment and save 20 to 60% off department store prices every day at Ross. Hurry in for spring deals today. Items and styles vary by store. It's not... <laughs> We're going to have some words with the TVs. It's not about the size of the crowd. It's the angle you <laughs> photograph it from. <laughs> I know it's a drinking show, but I consider it to be very wholesome, very family-friendly. Sometimes we will have non-alcoholic beverages. Sometimes we will even have children's books. Before we get to my very special guest with his very special children's book, you need to get this game, yes or no. You get to watch it. You participate virtually. You can participate in real life, in the flesh. If you go to dailywire.com shop, uh, we did an initial run of this. We seriously underestimated how many of you would want to host a drinking game in your home. We are selling out very quickly of the pre-order, so go to dailywire.com shop. Play the yes or no game with your loved ones in the flesh. I have one of my loved ones in the flesh. That would be Sean Spicer. Sean. I was hoping it was me. <laughs> I said, where's my loved one? Yes, get my, get this man that. out of here. You are here. Uh, I'm so glad that you're here in person. You have brought me your new children's book. Yes. The Parrots Go Bananas. It's uh, targeted towards children 4 to 12. Uh, you're just outside the age range, but close enough. I have the maturity of yeah. well, that, someone under 4. Actually. Yeah, it's all about age. It's how old you act and think. <laughs> and so identify. We're good. Or, you know, so, and plus, I think a lot of reporters can benefit from it. So it's about fake news. So <laughs> I, I, there's a wide range. It's not just what's on the label. That's, that's, we, we also specialize around these parts of children's books that can be appreciated that's by right. adults as exactly. well. I'm also glad, finally, we have another mackerel snapping papist on. During Lent, I've decided, this is the first time ever in my whole life, I've decided not to drink. Oh, this is a first for you. This is a first ever. And it's actually, it's not as hard as I thought. I don't have the shakes 24 hours a day. Uh, but you now also have a fruity-looking non-alcoholic beverage. Yeah. I've done it for... Uh about over, actually over 30 years. Really? Every yeah. time at Lent? Yeah, at Lent. Really? Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, so it's been over 30 years. One, do you know one time for Lent, I actually gave up these fruity, non-alcoholic beverages? And it was almost harder. Because during the day, I'm, I, don't, you know, I don't usually start with an eye opener of whiskey in the morning or something. Yeah. But that's, that's very impressive. So you know you're not an alcoholic. No, I know that I can do like 40, whatever, you know, counting Sundays, it's like 45 days. Right, right. So I'm not really sure that that's the, the medical definition of that. But, <laughs> well, that's I mean, what I'm going with. Okay, I, I'll, I'll, I'll subscribe to that. So usually if there's a woman on the show, she will go first. You are a man, so I will go first. Shall we begin? We shall. Scaramucci oh. is a fed. Scaramucci is a fed. I'm going to say that you would say yes because he was clearly an agent of the federal government for 11 days. Um, uh, for a lot of reasons, I'm, I'm going to say no. <laughs> I, and I actually, I, I think a lot en enough of you that I think that you would say no as well. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I agree. I would say no. Uh, 
he burned bright, he burned hot, and then he was out of the White House. I just don't know that the feds, I think that there's a standard. Uh, so I'll leave it at that. How's that? It was very diplomatic yeah, of you. Thank you. It's Lent. If I can, it's Lent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll have you back after Easter. You can, yeah. you can go more into detail. I'm going to drink anyway. Yeah. Whatever this fruity concoction is, it's very enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, so now you go. Yes. It's true what they say about the United States Navy Reserves. Is they Winston Churchill? Is they, well, okay, I'll just answer. I know, this is, I, I just, I'm trying to get inside of your head right now. <laughs> Let me know if you succeed. I, I know, <laughs> this, there's something preventing that. Um, oh, my apologies, my apologies. <laughs> Did I get it right? Uh, no. I, I thought that you were going to guess yes. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, see, this was the hardest part, is that I didn't know, I didn't have any presumptions. So it was a flip of the coin, mm-hmm. to be fair. And I equally went with the coin flip. So, you know what Winston Churchill said about the Navy? Sure. Now, I don't know, does that apply to the That's the why United I was saying States? this Does it apply to the reserves? The reserve, that's why I was a I little, that's, this is where I mm-hmm. think... Your team was throwing a There's so many ball. layers. Yeah, that's why I was like, I don't, the curveball with a twist. Do you think what, do you think what Churchill said about the Navy is true, just generally? He's, he's a truth teller. <laughs> he's a truth teller. About all three, rum, sodomy, and the lash. There's, yes. yeah. I believe it is yours, <coughs> sir. Okay. I'm seeing <coughs> two questions in. I'm very concerned about yeah. um, the writer. Yeah, yeah, I, I've, I had those concerns. They were affirmed, and yeah, we keep Mr. Davies around. I'm just really wondering what, what sites he's searching on the internet. <laughs> I hope he uses ExpressVPN. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just hoping that it's a, it's not a Daily Wire computer. <laughs> this explains a lot of the spam you guys are getting. There's definitely, yeah. uh, Mr. Davies, is there something you want to tell us? Okay. Dancing with the stars in woke Hollywood is like wrapping your toes in bacon and playing footsie with a tiger. It's very dangerous. Mm, okay. Uh, what would you say? Huh? You answered correctly for me. You answered correctly for me. You seem to, you seem to dance very well. Well, that's story. a lie. No, then you didn't watch the show. <laughs> um, I also think relatively. That, I think that if you would, if we had played this game prior to being on the show, I might have answered differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed the experience thoroughly. Yeah. Um, and so, therefore. Uh, what I would have thought of my experience before going on versus after, very different. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed all of the people that I interacted with. So I didn't. I, you, you did seem to get on well with it. I, I did sort of wonder when it was announced, you know, that you what, were what, what problem I have. That they, yes, you know, yeah. Whether they, the medication did run out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Call your doctor. Yeah. And, yeah. 
But no, you seem to get on pretty well with them. I, I did. I loved it. And I think I went in eyes wide open. And that was the thing. Mm. And I, I also think, look, th- that negotiation um, was three years in the running. And I don't mean it wasn't mm. like it. But, it, but my point is, is that I developed some relationships where there was a, a, a back and forth where I felt confident that this was not a, you know, like a setup. That yeah. there were people who generally thought, hey, this could be a fun experience. And, you know, we'd got to know each other. And I thought, okay, well, this isn't going to go that bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. All right. It's not. <laughs> We're gonna have some words with Mr. Davies. It's not about the size of the crowd. It's the angle you <laughs> photograph it from. Oh. Um. Hmm. Well, how would you answer? Correct. Incorrect. In- I think that you can make the perception does make a difference. You can. Okay. So, but nevertheless, would you not argue, as I would, if you argue this, I would defend you as arguing this. Thank you. It was the largest crowd ever, okay? If you just, I mean, we're talking about the numbers of eyeballs on the inauguration, it was the largest one oh ever. Oh my God, I'm, I, I'm, I, you know, this, is, uh, this is probably the most <laughs> litigated thing that I've had to deal with. Uh, and, and unfortunately, we don't have the hours necessary to... But but I, look, I, I've made the case, and the thing. I mean, the the quick version of this yeah. is the 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 goal at that at that day was to basically say kind of what you're saying, which is yeah. it wasn't just about if you actually look at the words, yeah. it wasn't about just saying hey, here's the number of people in the National Mall. It was about the audience size meeting, yes. and there were people that were watching it online. There were there were frankly technologically uh, ad, technological advances that didn't occur yeah. right during the Obama or the George Washington or Abe Lincoln years. Right. So therefore, you could stream things um, on platforms. That didn't exist. Therefore, right. I thought it was pretty safe. And and, and therefore, if, right? if we're talking about the audience for my show in the room, it is at most one person. If we're talking about the audience for my show digitally, it's at least four or five people. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking about the majority of my right. show is online. You're going to tell me that's not the audience. Uh, that was uh, such a bogus attack on you. Well, Thank yeah. you. I, I don't. I will say that there might not have been the most artful delivery, uh, but. I, but thank you. As someone who's occasionally been attacked in the press for, <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> I, you know, the funny thing is, I think I'm pretty sure I did come across something. It was, yeah, it was. I don't, I couldn't even remember the topic now. But, but you know, the libs will. What they will do is they try to find. They'll, they'll go word for word, even if your words are precisely perfectly right. right. They will. They will either present them in a way that is the least charitable way possible, or they'll just rewrite them. Right. But it's also, the funny thing is, I, I, I love how they'll take what you're saying and, and make it assume the worst, right? Yeah. For lack of a better way to put this. But when someone on the left says it, they'll go, well, you know what they meant was. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. Oh, This is insane. I mean, I, it was funny. In my first book, I, was, I had this fact check that I was talking about, and, and I quoted Mike Pence, he was referring to this jobs report and he said, you know, more Americans are working now than ever before. Yeah. And it was statistically true. Like, let's right. call it 200,000, 200 million people were working, whatever it was. And he, so he said that. The Washington Post fact checker came out and said it lacked context because when you looked at it proportionally to the mm. size of the U.S. And I was like, what? he literally said, said a true, true thing. thing. But then they went in and, and said, but he lacked context because of the proportion of our overall population. And I'm like, 
Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. But if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Well, right. listen, I don't, if you, when you really right. parse what he was really meaning. Right. And I took the Amtrak and Snowball said this or Corn Pop or whatever. I mean, like, there are literal, like, I got shot at here and Mandela took me out of jail. I mean, like, those are like, yeah, those are like literally not true things. My son, I didn't talk to him about his business associate. I mean, none of that stuff. This couldn't, this might not be my laptop. None of that stuff, you know. Yeah, forget about the context. He's probably telling the truth. And, you know, everyone talks about Corn Pop. But Snowball, That's he was the real capo well, di tutti no, no, and also, he's the mastermind. <laughs> he, gets, he gets off all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Elon Musk is, at the very least, onto something when he tweeted, aliens built the pyramids of, referencing the Great Pyramid of Giza. I actually have very strong thoughts on this. Recent, recently strong thoughts. But, is, okay. is that because, and I'm just I want to, I know, just so I understand the context before I answer, is that because the Giza sheets uh, are from there? <laughs> the softest. Yes, yeah, yeah. It Not explainable if it's merely a product of humans. Okay, because I, I just want to, okay. <laughs> this helps me answer. I'm going with yes. Yes, I say yes as well. Okay. You were correct. Then you are correct. I, I this one, I, yeah. My, my thought though is, I'm getting thirsty, so I need to. <laughs> You've got to get something wrong. <laughs> My thought is, it's not aliens, because aliens aren't real. But he's onto something in that when most people talk about aliens, I think they're talking about demons, sightings, or just their imagination. The libs can't make sense of demons because they don't have much of a sense of the spiritual world, so it has to be a, a physical. Oh, see, thing. you're actually, see, yeah. I was just thinking, does Elon think that more than is well, it he's, true? Well, he thinks it, but I think he's onto something in oh, that. Oh, see, that was, because I actually yeah. was answering it in the context of, do you think he thinks that? And do, you, do you think he's onto something? Uh, I don't, I really hadn't thought that much about it as much as I think that, like, he's kind of thinking kind of that so way. So here's what I wonder is when they were building the pyramids and they say, well, how on earth did they do this? I don't want to seem like the guy in the History Channel who attributes every, demons. I think they worshipped demons and I think demons play all sorts of little tricks and they're very smart. They're nothing compared to God, but, you know, they do work little tricks in the world. Increasingly, you're seeing occult practices or people are, are becoming reacquainted with this idea. And if you told me that there was weird demon stuff going on in these ancient pagan cultures. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to spend a lot more time on the internet. <laughs> Your Wikipedia rabbit hole this evening yeah. is going to be hours. Of yeah, hours of I'm, I'm going down this one. I think there's strong evidence for it. You let me know. Right. Let me know. Obviously, it'll be after the game. Uh, you're up. White hate is now more widely accepted than the 2020 election results. Oh, this is a gimme. Oh, that's... <laughs> Hold on. I mean, I... Wait, wait, okay, wait. So I you're... don't even... I'm not hesitating. <laughs> okay, you're, you're right. I was I was trying to parse double and triple negatives here and all sort of... Oh, no, but no, that's you're right. straight up. It's You're right. It's obviously... It's not only accepted. I mean, it's... Right. Taught in schools. It's taught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. This shouldn't be, yeah, like, no, that, that's a layup. You're, you're, not, you're I think right. Mr. Davies there clearly got bored and was like, oh, I got <laughs> like, Just give me a gimme. Yeah. I was trying to think if there were any, no, but you're right. I've run course. out of stuff. <laughs> you're, but, you're right. Yeah. It is. This is what, making me wonder what's next, because right now, <laughs> it is tasty. It, it is. I know. Yeah. I, maybe there is something. I was going to say, there's... Right? Well, there's, I, we knew that you you weren't drinking for Lent, but we figured, okay, at least a little ketamine, you know, yeah. angel dust. This does it. Yeah. Okay. 
the most entertaining press secretary from the past 15 years is sitting at this table. Hmm. What you would answer and what I would answer. Um, most entertaining of the last 15 years. So, oh. You got that right. But would, would you, I'm trying to see how charitable you would be to some of the people who have come before and after you. Uh, You're right. So who is it? It's KGP, hands down. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that could have been an easy out. Mm -hmm. Just saying, except for. Yeah. <laughs> she. That would have made it a little more challenging. Mm -hmm. um, but that's a gimme. It's a gimme. It, it, there have been colorful press secretaries in the past. And you, you were entertaining in that you brought a lot of personality to the role. But you were not entertaining in the way that KGP is entertaining. I think part of it is, is that there's days when you're like, it's like, what time does this briefing end? And she's like, look, we've read the briefings to the brief that Congress has briefed us on. And you're like, the, the, but lady, the, I'm just no, no, asking no, you for it, a time here. It was here. just what time is it? And, and <laughs> yeah. I, oh, well, we're going to have to get back. And, and, and so as I've said before, look, I said, look before, and the, we've looked at looking and okay. Uh, you're, and I'm like, what? no, no, no. I have no follow-up. I have no follow-up to that So question. that, I'm You're right, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. I, 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 we, now we agree, sad to say. Your average Democrat voter would be totally fine. By the way, I do love Democrat voter. Yeah. It yeah. just needles. No it. ick. No yeah. ick. I, I don't, I do mm. it intentionally. <laughs> every it's time. One of those times where, like, when they, you know, every time when I was at the RNC, they would say, like, can you please not do that? And be like, oh, Definitely, I'll double down. I, I have to, because it's what I, I learned this. I wrote a column in college, Good. and the editor was a big lib, you know, and, and but he but he knew that he, he, that I like to punch these things up and irritate all the libs on campus. And he goes, Michael, you, you missed something. You made a huge mistake. You wrote Democratic Party. It's like, hey, you're, thank you for having my best interests here. You're never again will yeah. I do it. That's, I, yeah, um, so there you go. Okay, your average Democrat voter would be totally fine letting Hunter Biden teach their kids in public school. Mm. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm gonna say, you would say yes. You're, you're right though, I would say no. I would say no. You would say no. Yeah, okay. and I'll tell you why, because I think that there is a big difference between the average Democratic voter, I still think that that's 55, Right, so if we take average, right, yeah. that there's still mm. a little oh, bit interesting. So I, I think there's a big difference between the loudest voices in the Democratic mm. Party, um, the ones that we see on Twitter, the ones we hear in Congress, and the ones that are on television, versus the ones that you still walk down the street and they say, "I'm a Democratic voter." I think it's becoming increasingly smaller, mm -hmm. but that average is probably still just over. I mean, it's becoming. In two years or three years, I, I might have to vote differently. Yeah. But for now, it's still j over that fifty percent mark. So you you were approaching it from analyzing the the data on the voter side. I was taking it from the Hunter side, and I just thought, well, Hunter Biden's a straight white male. There's no way they would be fine with that. Oh. He's a degenerate, but you know he's yeah. no. Yeah. You make a great point. Yeah. Though. You, I, I think you're you're probably right about that. Even when, just when you think of voters, right? Voters skew. 
older. Right. They skew a little more responsible usually. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, because I just thought that yeah. the average, I think if you were talking about like the people on Twitter, they would be like, oh, of course, what's wrong? He's great. Like mm-hmm. he could talk about redemption and painting. Uh, and <laughs> The little bubbles or whatever, and, the little circles. And relationship advice. <laughs> yeah, he's got it. <laughs> and, and strong families. <laughs> and, you know. Yeah. Um, coping. I mean, like, there's a lot of, th- but I don't see the average. I still think you can walk yeah. down the street in a lot of communities, and they'd be like, you know. So yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. That's oh, yeah, very sorry. fair that's and me. charitable. Uh, that's you. That's me. Yeah. That's what happens when you know. Uh, after a few of these yeah, yeah, seltzers, I they. I know a little bit of watermelon. <sighs> in the long run, it's more dangerous to send your child to public school than it is to let them travel abroad in the Middle East for a year at the age of 17. For sure. See, I, I don't, I'm going to say no. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Because I, and it's a close call. I, I because unfortunately, I think if, the, the, if you're in 12 grades of public school, there's an indoctrination that you can't undo. Yeah. I can protect a kid for a year in yep. the Middle East. I, I mean, through, if you really wanted to, you could be check in every day and I'm mm-hmm. going to track you with like this app and load you up with Apple AirTags. Totally. And right. it depends, you know, are you in a, are you in a nice part of Beirut or Israel or something? Or right. are you, you know, traipsing and, and, through? And, and if, if it was Oman. truly like, if you had to think about it, you could do something to say, limit your travel to here. 12 years trying to protect your kid in public school these days with that agenda. There's maybe one year or two years, you know, a good teacher or a good school, but like you've got to traverse elementary, middle, and high school. Yeah. No way. Wait, so you're landing on it's safer in the Middle East? Yeah. Well, that's what I thought I answered. In the long run, it's more dangerous to send your kid to public school. So you're saying it's more dangerous. So yes, it's the public school is more dangerous. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We to- oh, totally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Totally agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I just think even from a, a physical standpoint, I mean, you go to some like inner city schools, they can be pr- pretty rough and tumble. Maybe not quite like the streets know, of Yemen. I don't, but... even, I don't even know that it's inner city. Yeah. Or just I mean, anywhere. I, the, the, the anecdotes. Yeah that come back now about fights that break out and the inability of, of administrators and, and teachers to stop them. Yeah, um, totally. And, and I mean, like the videos that I've seen online of, of some of these middle school kids acting out and the teacher's inability to stop them. Yeah. I, I don't think it's limited now to, to inner city. I think yeah, this yeah. is going no, well I, into the suburbs. I totally agree. And you just think w- when kids' minds are so malleable when they're really, really young, if you poison that, you know, you, you hang around. The well, that's what I'm saying, yeah, though. You can't totally. get this. I mean, 12 years of, of yeah. that. And again, I'll give you three that you could maybe protect. Yep. But that's still nine. Totally. That you're right in that public school education. Nine, yeah. 12. Yeah. yeah. Plus, but, plus now, you know what the libs do is they say, oh, you've got to go to kindergarten. You've got to go to pre-K. You've got to go to pre-pre-K. I mean, they basically, they take you from the newborn ward and right. they throw you into an institution. People who get upset about nicknames are real tight asses. Hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think yeah. that there should be any disagreement about that. Yeah. We're both on. What's that. your What's your favorite nickname that you've had, Mr. Awesome? 
I, I just got one the other day. Because I said, I was like, I don't, you don't want to make up your own nickname, obviously. So I, what? I fielded it. <laughs> no, no, that was what they called oh. you in high school. No, no, they. Okay, I no, didn't know they, that. No, hold on. <laughs> See, no one told me that. <laughs> I was, I was in, uh, I, I was, I was asking these guys in the, the chat. I said, what's a good nickname? You know, and they, they had all this stuff. I said, it's kind of lame. It's not cool. This is what I've, they've landed on. Big Mike. Mm. So can I just so ask, just, and I'm, I'm not trying to cut, but who, who's in this chat? I, well, it would, um, <laughs> my, yeah, it's Davies, Davies' mother, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, my, I'm, I'm not even my wife, yeah. obviously, no, she would not tolerate it. sounds like a bunch of short people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really, huh. yeah, we've got Mike. Ben, Ben yeah. Shapiro, um, yeah, you know, just a lot yeah. of, okay. yeah, big mic over here. Okay. You don't think that's fitting? Yo, it is, it's yeah. very fitting, um, but, yeah, <laughs> I, I, this is, this explains a lot, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Yeah, no, it's your call. I'm up. You gotta slow I down. Can't, I gotta slow down, yeah. man. I'm really, it's a lot. Banning transgenderism in public schools will galvanize the left more than it will encourage the base to vote in 2024, assuming that the conservative Okay, so banning transgenderism will help the left more than the right. And just ban- banning it in the public schools will help the left more than it will help the right. I say, no. I think it. I think it's a total winner for the right. Oh, total. You. Uh, I, I. don't. You don't. Okay. No. I think the left will go absolutely bonkers. The really? same, yeah, in the same way that Roe has fired them up. Mm. Uh, I think that these guys, it'll fire up young people, and I mean they they have made this cause celeb. So yeah, it is I, their it's their favorite issue. Right. It's the only one they want to talk about. Right. And mm. I, they, the way that they have presented this is is a human rights and a civil rights issue so i i think that they would look at this as a i mean look at what they've done with don't say gay you're literally talking about kindergarten to third grade not talking about sexuality i mean most kids don't have a clue what you know half of the body parts they have are and we're saying don't talk about sexuality and people went nuts disney's putting out statements and corporations are trying to you know i mean so can if you literally made a ban yeah. They'd go nuts. Right, right. It, it, going up to grade 12 or something, yeah. I guess, suppose that's true because, I mean, the, they called that Florida bill, the Don't Say Gay, they also called it the Wait Till 8. <laughs> the idea that, hey, maybe just once, how about 9? Is 9 but I, okay? I just The thing that I find so funny is that, like, literally as a parent, you're you're sitting here saying what would you, tell me what you know you can't put your kid on the rides at a, an amusement yeah. park and you're going but I'd like to talk to you about sexuality. I mean, <laughs> yeah. What about like when you're done? Can we get into financial planning? I mean, like what? what? Well, you'll you'll never get that in it in yeah. any public school. Whoa, slow down, here. Hey, hey, hey. We gotta. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, we gotta take you. There's some the tax consequences first. about what we're talking about. You're not ready to hear this. There's a lot of. I mean. What, what, yeah. So, no, I, you're, I think you're right in the sense that, you know, I, I do a campus tour with Young America's Foundation, and we ask the schools, is there any topic in particular that you think young conservatives really want to have addressed? Seven out of ten times, the gender issue. Say yeah. The gender issue. You know, how many, how many times are you going to talk about how boys are boys and girls are girls? I guess you have to do it a number of times. It, it, I mean, it is crazy, the idea that... Uh, the thing that I find funny is that you have this juxtaposition where it's all about science, 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 and then you're like, wait a second. But you don't want to... Yeah. Like, of course. Yeah. I, I'm yeah, I, constantly yeah. amazed. Yeah. January 6th will go down in history as the modern day Gulf of Tonkin. 
Hmm. Wow, there's a, there are layers to that question that I'm not sure Mr. Davies even fully appreciates. Yes. Hmm. I think he came across something on the internet and yeah. just recorded it. Uh, that's right. usually what he does. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I hope these guys explain what that means. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Uh, guys, what is the Gulf of Tonkin? Yeah. I... Yeah. You got you got it right from there. Yeah, and same. Because I, I just, I don't, I think there is a same kind of thing when I was saying before about the parents and Hunter Biden. Like, yeah. there is a sect among the left that might believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't believe, and actually I would include a good chunk of the, the, the political media. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think beyond that, that, that that's really accurate. Right. Um, so if that, if, if you quantified that question with a little bit more specificity, then maybe, but I, I just don't think the broader, Yeah. You know, uh, and, and I, I do wonder, cause the thing that's interesting is that when you talk about historical dates, most of the time you can start to go beyond a generation and say, you know, is that right. going to be tough? I don't know that, um, you know, I do wonder what what the next generation is going to be taught. It may be in some textbooks and it may be, but it, I don't know that it's going to resonate. I mean, you think I, I, I for me, 9-11 is obviously very personal. Uh, I was very close to the Pentagon. Um, I, you know, um, serve in the military and... But it's amazing how many people have lost the significance of that day, right? Yeah. And that was a direct attack on the United States. Thousands of Americans killed. A, a war that ensued for two decades. Yeah, yeah. Thousands more killed. Sort of epoch shaping. And, and yet, <laughs> and I go, okay, if you lose the significance of that amongst a good chunk of the population, and, and I'm not trying to, but I, yeah. I just, and when you start to talk to folks, they, they still get it, but they may not have. And in, in 20 years, you start to realize how that faded. I, I do think January 6th doesn't have the same resonance. Of course. And I th- I mean, even this past year, on December 8th, I looked down at the clock. I said, oh, yesterday was December 7th. And I did, because my grandfather fought in World huh. War II. I was, I was history buff. I always thought that was a really important date. And I thought, oh, I just totally missed it this year. And then, of course, 9-11 even. I mean, that one, I, I still pay attention to that one. But a lot of people don't uh, really acknowledge it. And I think... December 7th, September 11th, if you had the audacity to add the the date January 6th to that, it would be a punchline of a very dark joke. Okay, that's absurd. Right. And and it already kind of is a sort of punchline of, oh, January 6th. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I'm up. I keep, every time it's me, I I forget. And you've only had half of me now. So far. Can I get a refill, please? I'm going to be speaking in cursive by the end of this. A big reason the U.S. government wants to ban TikTok is because they're jealous that only China can use it to spy on you, and they can't. So I'm going to... Like, no, you're right in how I would answer, no, because they can spy on you. Well, but also, I... I don't think the people that are banning, because it's con- members of Congress, yeah. um, I don't think there's a universal thought bubble. Mm. Um, it spans different reasons. Although, by the way, my best, there, there's a Washington Post tech reporter um, who tweeted out that it's unbelievable um, that 
and, and I'm butchering it a little bit, but I'm not far off, that basically he said, it's unbelievable that members of Congress are about to ban TikTok and most haven't used it. And I was just like, well, that's like saying that they're about to like, most people are going to vote to go to war and they haven't fired a missile. I mean, that's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, it's a national security threat. You don't go, let's go use it first. <laughs> I mean, let me, let me just yeah. make sure they've got all my data, and then okay, good. They yep, download they got it. it. Okay, they've got good. all my Good. Now, roads. now ban it. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I just don't give them that. Now there may be some again, but I don't think that's the prevailing. I do wonder too if part of part of the pressure to ban it is a financial pressure from Silicon Valley that doesn't want competition. Oh, that may be. Oh, and yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. part of that. But I will tell you, the funny thing about it is, if that is, they're doing a bad job. Yeah. Because uh, I agree with you. If I were YouTube or Snap or any of these folks, I would be trying to push them out a little or egg it on. Yeah, yeah. And I don't get the sense that they are. Mm, that's interesting. Uh, and I, and which I would if I were them. I'd yeah. pile on and be okay. They're not. Yeah, the communists are taking everything. Right, yeah. But the, the, the dirty secret, by the way, that I thought was hysterical three things. One, when the CEO of Snapchat or, or TikTok testified, his talking points were written by a PR firm in D.C. that's closely tied to, to... To Google, right? No, no, well, to Google, but also to Anita Dunn. She was a partner there. Hmm. Um, she, it's, a, it's a Democratic firm tied to Obama. Anita Dunn, his senior advisor, that she's on leave from that firm. This is, right? Then, secondly, hmm. all of these media organizations, Playbook, Axios, uh, Punchbowl News, they've all taken TikTok's money in the form of sponsorships. So you wonder why you haven't had Right. right. It's and then the third thing that I think mm. is interesting is when Trump didn't accept the intel community's warnings yeah. about Russia's interference. Everyone on the left in the media went nuts and said, "Can you believe that Trump will not accept the warnings?" Seventeen intelligence right. agencies. And, and, and they, he he is not accepting. And then when the FBI and the intel communities come out and say TikTok is a threat to national security, they're well, you know, I mean, it's not. This is a FBI, FBI. It's different. Yeah, it's different. I mean, it's amazing that the they all freak out when it's the FBI, but when they all want to do it and it's their base and they're all getting money. Uh, then it's like, you know, this, yeah. who, you know, we'll, who we'll are investigate they to, who are they to say anything? Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing how it plays out. So that's what I think is interesting yeah. about that. Um, this is interesting. I have not seen a card yet. This is fascinating. As I go to read this, there's highlighter on two words. Hmm. Wondering what's going on here. Uh, a national divorce is both, that's one of the highlighted words, possible and likely the other highlighted word. So the two highlighted words hmm. that we must stress. Okay. Is that the national divorce is both, both both possible, which I would have highlighted possible and like I don't yeah, know, this is weird. I don't, Somebody they, wasn't really focused with their highlighter. Remedial highlighting. Highlighting. Yeah, I don't know what kind of yeah. like classes the Daily Wire Mr. has. Mr. Davies failed the, the but, second uh, raid. I'm gonna have yeah. to talk to Jeremy about mm-hmm. this. But the national divorce is both possible and likely. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, it's yeah. just fake. No, it's a separation. Yeah. <laughs> it's right? a trial separation. And i got to be honest with you. See, what's missing from this is an understanding of the prenup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. when the colonies were getting together, mm-hmm. and this is something that, again, is just missing in history books, there was a prenup. Yeah. 
And this is governing a lot of what's happening right now. And mm -hmm. that's why there's not going to be a divorce because the cost of the settlement would be too high mm. and some of the custody battles that would ensue would yes. be way too messy. It's, it's like, you know, when couples who don't like each other but they've been together for so long, they just kind of right. live separate lives. Exactly. Maybe it's under the same roof. Yeah, that's true. Now, I wonder one could, if they really wanted to pursue this, a couple of mackerel snappers probably not big on divorce, but there could be an annulment investigation. One could look you know, into the nature of revolution. By the way, I was watching this story the other day. Uh, I believe it's Oregon and Idaho about how one part of one county is trying to join. Yeah. And I was like, I, you know, that in itself I thought was fascinating. But you start to think of like a bunch of these states where you think of like Texas, right? So you've got Austin and then a bunch of of more conservative parts around it. Yeah. Even think of Tennessee here, right? So you've got Nashville and then a lot of the rest of Tennessee. Pennsylvania's got this issue, right? Even Virginia to some extent, but like a lot of these states, so this idea of a national divorce, Georgia, you got Atlanta and the suburbs and then the rest of Georgia. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it, that's why it's not possible. It's funny because it's it, within the states, there's not, there's very few yeah. that you've got this. I mean, yes, you've got your Californias and New Yorks, versus, say, a Montana, South Dakota. But that's not... How do you right. extricate these things? Yeah. You know, during the Cathar Crusade of, I believe, 1206. Is it 1206 or 1207? I, it, I, I always... It keeps me up at night. I was... Well, anyway, so, I don't want to call it out. But. So the Catholics came down, and they... Th there were these Cathars, you know, these crazy Albigensians who were destroying civilization. And I forget which military leader it was, just as I forgot if it was 1206 or 1207. Yeah. And he, they go, and they say... All the Catholics come out of the town, but the Catholics don't come out. So it's the Catholics and the Cathars are mixed up together. The good, the good civilization and the people destroying civilization. And uh, so he says, well, what do we do? And the, I, I think true, though it's become legendary line is, uh, kill them all, God will sort it out. And I fear, you know, we're all kind of jumbled up together here. I don't want to get lost in the shuffle. Uh, yeah, I feel like sometimes there has to be a little bit of a mess and then things do sort of, like, yeah. that you go through a little bit of a family fight for a while. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like if you think about, like, the 1970s, and there's some periods in our nation's history, who knows, but where things are a little messy, and then we eventually kind of come out on the other side. I'm yeah. hoping that that's... Uh, yeah, I think I know. think that happens. It's just, you know, you, you push through. We got the seven-year itch. You know, we've got the 167-year, uh, I don't know, how old is the country? Yes. Older than yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, it's a little older than that. Okay, speed round and it's my turn. Okay. Michael Knowles would make it farther as a press secretary than he would in a dance competition, not necessarily because of his quick wit and knowledge of the political process, but rather because he's so used to lying to his producer about when he will arrive to set and because his legs can barely take him up the stairs, much less keep an eight count while holding onto a professional dancer for life. I'm sensing a little tension in these questions. I just, I'm gonna, I went yes early. Um, I. Because there was a little yeah. bit of a tell in that. Um, uh, I would say you did, you got it right. I did. Okay, good. And uh, yeah, okay. I think, uh, clearly, I need a bib. I need a bib. <laughs> it's a very nice jacket. Thank you. Yeah, it's on, it's on, it's on loan. This is gonna be a problem. I don't know if the men's warehouse will take it back. Um, Anyway, the Second Amendment will be abolished in our lifetime.
It might be nullified, though, I fear. Um, see, the thing is, I agree. Like, I don't know. The court may do something to, to, to your point, nullify. I don't think you're going to actually get re- to over. I mean, I don't. We have such a hard time enacting amendments. Yeah. I, I don't. It would be almost impossible to get rid of one. Yeah. So you could get a liberal court that could interpret it in such a way that would reverse right. interpretations of it, but I don't see AP. Yeah, I could see the sort of, well, the penumbras of the emanations of the penumbras say, you right. know, they meant, a, they meant a, a squirt gun or something. Exactly. The strongest candidate for the Democrats in 2024 would be Michelle Obama. This, of course, could be because of all the lib boxes checked. Michelle never accomplished anything meaningful politically. <laughs> Virtue signals on every topic would only was only proud to be an American when they gained power and would be, I'm not reading this. I'm not. See, this is interesting I, because I don't know enough about, there are a lot of people who share this. Okay, I'm not gonna, cause I don't wanna. Uh, there's one, do you know the thing that's written here that no, I, don't I, don't, I don't? No, I don't, I don't. But it I, says I, and would and would be the first trans woman of color to run for president. But then it, it says here, due to YouTube rules, make your guess, but do not verbally confirm if the other person guessed correctly. Give only an ambiguous nonverbal confirmation. I, I actually lost the question. Yeah, good. But good. here's what I would just I say. Here, here's what I would just say on this. Mm-hmm. I, I think that just on the on the first part of this. Michelle, I've heard enough people on the right. Michelle Obama will never run for president. She's never wanted to run for president. She's expressed that over and over again. And I I find people on the right who talk about this to just lack an understanding of of, of how the, not the the process, but I mean, she's not going to get drafted into doing this. Yeah. I I, I totally agree. I'm glad we didn't even move those classes. Because because people, they don't understand. If you've ever seen a presidential race, even somewhat like at a distance, but with any kind of intimacy, you know, it's a brutal, miserable. Right. Well, that's the thing. Is de- it, you know, yeah. I mean, it consumes two years Correct. of your life. And also you, you have, I mean, this is the thing on any office, you have to want to do it. When people say, I'm trying to talk so-and-so into running, yeah. you can't for any office class president, you don't talk someone in. Right. Mitch Daniels broke right. my this heart. This is a here. dumb question. Okay. Mm-hmm. People who shame men for being short are nothing more than height supremacists. It's a, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, it's duh. pretty obvious. Yeah, it's an evil bigotry. Yeah, and it should be eradicated. The, what do you call that? The soft bigotry of low. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the the short bigotry. Yeah, this is. <laughs> By the way, Sean, when you said this is a stupid question, you we could apply that to the whole game. To every single moment of the game, it is. I just I feel bad for. I mean, I get the work requirement. <laughs> you know, we don't. We haven't been using ZipRecruiter recently. <laughs> We've been using a stick that we throw outside and yeah, find. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Ron DeSantis will be the Republican nominee in 2024. You waited for me. I did. You, you're correct. In, you're in incorrect. We, you're, okay. You th- yeah. I couldn't well, tell. So here's the thing. Is it possible? Sure. I'm not really yeah. anything else. But, but I approach this from a, uh, a place of logic. And the logic is that 
every state has a threshold, right? Uh, a, a minimum threshold that you have to get in a caucus in a primary. The minimum has, has always been 10%, some, some as high as 20%. That's part of the reason Trump won in 2016. Yeah. Meaning, so yep. if you're in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, whatever, if you don't get X percent, and like I said, minimum is usually 10 percent, then you get no delegates. Yeah. So right now, Trump and DeSantis are the only two people who would even qualify under the 2016 rules right. for any delegates. Trump has been actually going around working the state parties to raise their threshold and do this. Trump is going to have a six-month head start. He also has two cycles of data on every Republican voter and a ton more f- fundraising pro- prowess. So for those reasons, the, the ability to say, I'm going to run a mile and give you a, a, a you know, one lap head start is just a mm-hmm. huge advantage. Uh, you know, the, the only reason I, I hedged a little bit here and thought you might say yes is just because you know the, the GOP kind of powers that be, you've worked around right. them, you know. And it seemed to me a lot of the established institutional powers on the right have been increasingly pro-DeSantis. I didn't know if that yeah, was and I, but, and I, I, but I agree That's with why I'm saying. I don't, I don't yeah. rule it out. Yeah. Right? So, so I'll give you my quick scenario. I think if, if DeSantis were to put all of his chips in Iowa or New Hampshire and strike a knockout blow, yeah. by knockout blow, I mean, I think if you, if you beat the former president in one of those two states by 3 4 5%, I think that's a very significant uh, hurdle to then overcome if you're yeah. Trump. Uh, so and then it would set off a series of of you know uh, reconfiguration. Yeah, that, but but I, I think that that's what it would take. And yeah. that's a big right. big uh, you know right. obstacle to overcome. So I think it's possible, but I just don't think it's likely. Yep. We've got a ways to go. There's a lot more that can happen. But again, so I'm not ruling anything out. I'm not saying it's, but it is Trump's to lose. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Okay, Wait. last question. No, this yeah. is yours. Oh, yeah. What you, okay. Whoa. I, I get that I'm the guest, but that was, you know, I mean. Okay. Roughly 50% of Democratic congressmen are closet communists. Basically, Senator McCarthy was right. Well, he was, McCarthy was talking about the State Department, first of all. But, and he... Well, okay, how are we going to answer? Are we going to answer based on, this is a very poorly written question. Are we going to answer based on the congressman or the State Department bureaucracy? I think it's, it, I think clearly the intent of the question yes. is members of Congress. Yeah, okay, okay. Classic. Again, I'm doing the analysis here. I think yeah. that you have to look at the current. So you have 214. 14-ish, sorry to do the math. So that gets you. I was gonna say 15. Something like that, but it's still, you're looking at 107. Yeah. You think I'm gonna say there were commies, half of them? Yeah. <laughs> Are you? I, I, well, I was gonna say no, but I don't know. Now you're kind of convincing me. No, I, I don't think they're commies. I, did I get this right, by the way? You think they are commies? No, I think yeah, that under the current good. math, yeah. that I, I probably think a third. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, there, there are like actual avowed socialist yes. people. I, I just think for most of them, it's not that they're, com- it's, it's kind of like some people think the devil is, is under every rock, you know? It's like the devil's real, demons are real, but they're not under every single rock everywhere. It's like and a third. It's, it's, like a th- it's like a third of the rocks. And the pyramids. And, the sa- and, the, and they're definitely under the pyramids. But the, the, uh, when the Democrats, I think, 
yeah, some of them are avowed socialists and communists. Right. Most of them are just libs. Right. You know, and that's bad too. No, I do think it's evolving that way. Yeah. I do think that more and more each cycle are moving in a way that finds socialism an acceptable thing and don't think that that's wrong. Yeah. But I don't know that we're there yet. And I think part of it is that because you've got so many older members of Congress, there are old school blue blood type yeah. Dems, um, that they're, they're not there yet. But yeah. as they're getting replaced with the new younger ones, absolutely. Well, as, as that moves in that direction, as, as we move toward this uh, national, uh, I don't know, what is it, separation or these communists Divorce. sort of taking over, yeah, then uh, we'll look forward to as that approaches filling this with something a little bit stronger. Cheers, yeah. In the meantime, though, go get this book. Bravebooks.com. Bravebooks.com. The parrots go bananas. Nice fruity drinks for a fruit. It actually it matches. You know, Think about that. That was very well. That. that is well, so. Okay. We've been very harsh on the producers in this episode. Yeah, but that's but that very, yeah. Very I, I, I assume that was like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's the only compliment they're ever getting on the show. We'll see you next time on Yes or No. Ross has all the spring deals you want, so you can say yes to more looks for you and your budget. Two tops for less? Yes. Dad shorts for the weekend? Yes. Mini skirts for less than online? That's a yes for you and your bank account. Find your certified yes for me moment and save 20 to 60% off department store prices every day at Ross. Hurry in for spring deals today. Items and styles vary by store.